You are listening to the Grow Law Firm Podcast, where each guest shares actionable, practical ideas with you on how to get more clients, expand your reach, and grow your law firm's revenue and profit. Here's your host, Sasha Burson. Welcome to Grow Law Firm Podcast. I have an awesome guest with me here today, Nathan Sabak of LegalSoft. Nathan, you're the VP and co-founder of LegalSoft. Whenever I saw the name of your firm before, I always thought that it's a software company, but I don't think it is. So what's the background story of this? Yeah. Uh, when we first started LegalSoft, we were initially a software company. We're a mobile app company for law firms. And then we realized before law firms implemented software and technologies, there's a few basic things that they needed before that. And so we started off really LegalSoft becoming more of a consulting agency for law firms and a, and a growth consultant for law firms helping structure their operations, their back office, and some of the staff that they have in their office. Uh, so we first are going on the approach of you know, the back office or virtual COO of law firms, which we now help about 750 law firms do that. And now we're kind of stepping back into the software and releasing some very, very exciting softwares in the next few weeks. One is a virtual staffing and local staffing management portal. So this is where you can manage you know, 50, 60, 70, or just two or three of your overseas staff uh, on the portal. And you know, our model is you can manage them better than you can manage your local staff by seeing productivity, screens, time in, time out. If they're not working for more than 10 minutes, automatically logs them out. Uh, you can hire and fire all within a day. If you want to hire 10 case managers within one day, you can do that. All pre-trained and all pre-managed all via the platform. And then we have about 15 tools built into the platform that help streamline and manage the entire internal team operation where you might have a case management platform for your cases. And this would be more of a, a law firm management platform that helps you manage your staff, your cases, dashboards, and really your cost of acquisition for everything. So the portal, the portal for virtual staff, I've never heard of such a thing before. Is this absolutely new to the market? It's not new to the market, but we're customizing it for law firms. I think there's some key features that law firms need besides just monitoring and managing their overseas staff. Uh, they need to be able to verify, to identify which staff has experience in demand writing, which staff has experience in you know, personal injury demand writing or different types of practice areas. And so we're bringing it and customizing it where your virtual staff can go into our portal, get certifications in different practice areas, and then basically place themselves in the marketplace so they can find you know, jobs within our network of 750 law firms that meet their criteria and the law firm's criteria. And law firms can also put up job listings. I'm looking for a demand writing personal injury case manager, or I'm looking for uh, a different position. And staff can see which positions are in demand and apply for those. And even go through a two-week training to be able to fit that job description and see pay rates. On that platform, we're also doing about 200 interviews every single day of staff overseas. Uh, so it's become a huge marketplace for global talent to meet local law firms. That sounds absolutely amazing. So it's a, it's a marketplace for virtual assistants in just about every category that you can think of for law firms, where you can hire them, get them trained, replace them, hire them on demand when you need to. So, huh. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I mean, we've, been doing this, 
<laughs> it's pretty much rolled out. We actually um, gave a beta test to one of our uh, larger clients here in Los Angeles that has about 60 virtual staff with us. We got some feedback from them, and we're, we're rolling out beta to mo- most of our clients right now. And then we're hoping um, by the end of October, we start onboarding the rest of our 700 clients uh, and then going on from there. But we're very, very, what, very excited for this. What is it going to be public? Like I assume that we're recording this middle of September of 2023. Let's say someone watches this two months from now or a year from now. Where do they go to find it? Yeah, the start of the new year, this should be able to be publicly available for everyone. Okay. Where, where would it be? Would it be on LegalSoft.com? Yes. On LegalSoft.com, you'll be able to go there and schedule a demonstration, have one of our team demo it for you. And then once you become a client, you have access to this portal. Um, there's a small wait list right now just because of the demand. But once you get on, you'll be able to get find some staff. And um, it's very exciting. Yes, man. I think I think it's such a solid idea because I know firsthand we talk with a lot of a lot of law firm owners. And it's a very common challenge that like I wish we could bring on more clients, but we can't because of the capacity constraints. And the reason why we have these capacity constraints is we cannot find people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was at a client's office yesterday and every time I go in there, you have like four or five people in each, you know, maybe 20 by 20 office and they're crammed and packed in there. And so they don't have space to grow in their physical offices. Um, And then even finding the staff is very, very challenging and managing staff is very, very challenging. And so a lot of those things, they can just supplement and find staff overseas who can do it much easier, much faster and much cheaper. And now finding that staff and finding qualified staff with the platforms going to be so much easier as well. It was another interesting side point to having overseas staff. Like I, I have my personal assistant. Yeah. It's based in Manila, Philippines. Uh-huh. I pay her top dollar for someone employed in Manila because I think I should. And she values, she values our relationship. She values this job probably a lot more than somebody here in Chicago would. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing the same thing. I, mean, I have my personal assistant that I couldn't live without, um, as well as based in Manila. And you know, whenever we have a lot of our staff, I mean, we have some litigation law firms who have overseas attorneys, four or five of them, and they're giving them four or five thousand dollar annual bonuses because of the work that they do. And they fly them out every month to come and visit the team, work with the team, and they'll say that the overseas attorneys or overseas staff work much harder than some of the local team members. They don't have as much opportunities. Working for your firm um, is an amazing opportunity because they don't have U.S.-based law firms on every corner of the street like we do here in the U.S. On Los Angeles, you have two on every street. And so there's so many jobs here, and it's it's so competitive. And you just jump one block and you get an extra $10,000 a year here. There, it's much harder to find those jobs. They're much more appreciative of the jobs there. Explain this. So if there are attorneys overseas, what kind of legal work can they do not being licensed in the U.S. and any of the states here? What can they do to help out a lawyer or lawyers or a law firm that's based here? Yeah. So with the law firms and the, with the attorneys, it's, it's really like hiring an extremely qualified paralegal who is an attorney. So this is still someone who's went through law school in their respective countries. They put in the hours. They put in four years of schooling and they pass the bar in their countries. Um, so they have a passion and a drive for law and they want to learn more about law and, and really engage. And so they can help you with everything from 
basic case management and really helping the clients all the way up to litigation, litigation prep, discovery, motions, demand letters, and you know, the, and real and real litigation prep. Uh, we have some of the most prestigious litigation firms who are using our overseas attorneys, help them do litigation prep, help them do demands, help them review medical summaries, help them review everything and just write um, uh, their summaries of, of the whole thing. It, it's becoming our top seller uh, and, our, and our top service right now is the overseas attorneys because you hire a full-time attorney for about $3,000 a month where you can't even hire a junior uh, receptionist for that price locally. What would it cost you to hire someone who would do that here in the U.S.? I mean, hiring a junior case manager uh, in Los Angeles, for instance, will cost you, you know, close to about 70000 to 80000 right now, and the costs are going up. And to hire an attorney in, the, in, in, in L.A., a junior attorney who just graduated law school, will probably cost you $100,000, maybe somewhere else $90,000, uh, where this is going to cost you close to about $30,000 a year. So if you're trying to grow and you want to hire three staff over one staff, this is a great solution. Or even just, you know, if you have a senior attorney in your office, hiring one or two junior overseas attorneys to assist them, rather than going and hiring another attorney, you can have two or three assistants than just one in-house staff that, you, that might not be as qualified. So it's really interesting. Well, let's think about those numbers. So your cost sure. savings could be anywhere between 40000 to $70,000 a year. A year per you staff. You can put that in your pocket. Staff, yeah. you can put that in your pocket or you can put it toward growing your business, like marketing and advertising, aka client, new client attraction and acquisition. That's that's a lot of money to allocate toward getting more business and growing your law firm. And you can do it by simply placing these tasks with somebody who works in Philippines or Mexico. I know there are a lot of lawyers who do this type of work from Mexico who are very proficient in English, very proficient. Yes. So they can do the same level of work or better because they're more committed. They um, they appreciate the job so much more than somebody who can skip the ship, you know, if they're in LA or Chicago where I am. Yeah, and, and Sasha, one of the biggest things we get, we have a lot of new lawyers who come into the office. Six out of my seven friends are all in law school, just graduated from law school. And they all say, I want to be the next, you know, Wilshire Law Firm or these these huge firms that we know. And they all want to be the next, that big firm. And uh, right now, the, the number one way of getting to those heights and those growth that a lot of these firms want to get to is reinvesting in your law firm. And so whenever you're growing and you have to just collect you know, 200 medical records or you have to do intake every single day and all these different things, you know, it's like a cheat code hiring extremely qualified overseas staff and saving 10, 20, 30, $40,000 a month that you're dumping back into marketing every single month. And you're basically putting an extra $300,000, $400,000 into marketing, signing up an extra two, 300 cases a year. Hopefully that settles you know, to a few extra million dollars. And the whole trajectory of a firm changes because you're able to reallocate funds and grow early on, uh, early on in your startup phase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let me connect some other dots. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we have a we have a, some firms that we started here. They're hiring overseas staff who have experience managing three, four hundred people in their respective countries, 
And whenever the, these staff come into these law firms, they help restructure the entire thing. They get a better grasp of the case manager software, FileLine, Clio, Litify, whatever it is. They get a better grasp of it than the entire firm has already. They find out what workflows are in place. We help them create the metrics of, okay, let's settle these cases within six months, this one within nine months, this one within one year. And they're creating the audits and the triggers to make sure the firm starts to run much smoother. So it's not, oh, that case should settle in six months. It's they have the workflow set up so that every case that's a minimum policy is settling in six months. And so hiring extremely qualified staff that really almost run the entire law firm. The entire firm is on their plate. And so there's so much potential with what kind of staff is out there to not only help with the legal work, but actually the business development and the growth and the structure of the firms. Super interesting. I, I know you know Sam Malay, and he was on this podcast, and we chatted about this quite a bit, that you could outsource, offshore, 40 to 70% of your operations and make your left firm a hell of a lot more profitable in the process. And let me connect a couple other dots. So I had a really interesting guest here on the podcast a few weeks ago, Louis Scott. Mm-hmm. The guy runs currently a $40 million PI law firm. They grew from $5 million to $40 million in the span of six years, which is astronomical growth. His formula for success is that, part of it anyway, is that you have to reinvest 25% of your revenue into your growth. And to most law firm owners, 25% sounds like a mind-blowingly high number. But if you scale back the cost of your operations for outsourcing a lot of maintaining repetitive tasks, something that could be handled in Mexico or Philippines or wherever else by someone who is very proficient. All of a sudden, your gross profit margin on each case goes up tremendously and investing 25% becomes a lot easier because you have so much more gross profit. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of the things that law firms, I think, need support in. And and whenever they're structuring their law firms or they're creating their one-year, four-year, five-year kind of growth plans, they should definitely get with some business consultant or some consulting agency who can help them structure that and kind of say, okay, look, you you need a quarter million dollars to get started. Um, This is what your expenses should be. 75% of your budget initially is going to go towards ads. And then whenever you do need staff at 100 cases, it's one overseas case manager. When you get to 300 cases, you hire that one local staff. And then you kind of build out the whole growth plan where you're lining out your costs projected revenue and expenses. So it so you know growing from zero to forty million is all part of the plan. It's like you you list that whole thing out. It doesn't have to be a surprise. It's really just how much money do you have to spend, how many cases do you need to generate, and what's the average settlement for these cases. It's it's pretty simple if you actually streamline the whole thing. Yeah, but for most people, most most business owners, most, most law firm owners, it's incredibly difficult to even imagine that. And that's why I'm so glad that you brought up consultants, which I do not consider myself a consultant, but I have many consultants working for me on a regular basis. We have at least three advisors at any given time working with us on different things. With people who have been there and done that, this whole process becomes a hell of a lot easier. So for example, going back to Lee Scott, he runs a consulting firm, eight-figure law firm. That's what they do. They highly recommend that if you're a law firm owner and you're listening to this and you're like, man, how do I, this guy, what he is saying sounds wonderful, but I have no idea where to start. Reach out to someone who's been there, done that, they will help you craft a road plan. And 
just keep in mind that if you think that it's going to be overwhelmingly difficult to do it, it is not about figuring out all the house. It's about getting the right people who can help you get there. So it's not, there's a title of a book that I absolutely love. It's called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. Mm-hmm. It, it's exactly about that. Like you cannot do everything. Like everybody else, you have 168 hours in the week and somebody who grew law firm to $40 million did not handle every single job, did not handle every single phone call, did not handle every single case. But I don't know. You just have the right people. And by outsourcing some of the work, you get hire more people at a lower cost. And because they're going to be more appreciative of the job that you give them, they're going to work their asses off. And I think it's such a big selling point, at least to me, that like my assistant in Manila, I wouldn't be able to find the same level of my assistant here in Chicago. And instead of paying what I pay them, $35,000 a year, here in Chicago, this would probably be slightly over 100K. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, same here. And the good thing about consulting, and I think there's, there's a shift in how law firms are starting and operating now versus before. I think you know, 10, 20 years ago, I think it was... It wasn't as competitive as it is now, and I think you know everyone that I know 10, 20 years ago who is now crushing it with their hundred staff law firms. They had a great time in the market that was much easier than it is now. Now, specifically, personal injury and a few other areas are very, very competitive, and I think people are noticing that. And the way that people are now starting their law firms is a little bit more strategic. Rather than just opening up a law firm, getting a website and putting up billboards or doing Yellow Page ads, they're now looking into all these different companies who run the Facebook ads and run the Instagram ads, and they're doing a lot of consultations with them. You know, there's a lot of companies who are now you know, cheating law firms on running ads for them and, and, and buying cases for them. And so I think you know, lawyers are getting a lot smarter at not just starting firms and hoping for the best. And I think they are actually now reaching out to consultants marketing companies, business development companies. And I, I think now the uh, a lot of states are opening up businesses to also start to operate law firms, which is good and bad. But a lot of firms are now partnering with these businesses to start their law firms, passing off the business side and the financing side. And I know we do like two or three consultations a week with attorneys that we say just fell off the bar. We just passed the bar in the last few weeks and they fell off and they don't know what to do. And we consult with them and um, tell them how much money they need, how to get started, and where to go with it. And we just love to do it. I think a lot of times, you, you know, you don't know, you don't know. And whenever a new attorney comes into our office and they're like, hey, I want to be this big firm, and they just don't know where to go, uh, we love providing that kind of guidance. And I think, just like you were saying, it's, it's so important for anyone who wants to start any project to get on the phone and talk to someone because what would initially take them four years to figure out on their own, they can kind of figure that out in the first year if they have the right consultants, right? So true. So true. Absolutely. So you guys do not just help them with staffing. You also do consulting. I think you build websites and you do social media advertising, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Our, well, we, we have a few things. I think right now the the virtual staffing side of it is our main leader and what's been working so far in that area. Um, but uh, our president and CEO, he has background in you know, building businesses, successful businesses, and, and consulting with a few law firms who have grown from uh, zero staff to 200 plus staff. And 
we've built a good track record here in Los Angeles. Uh, and so we, and he actually became an attorney. Uh, so we started a law firm in Arizona where he waved in. And so we actually started an incubation program where we actually incubate law firms. And so what that means is a law firm can come in and partner with us, uh, well, with a, well, not with us, the law firm that we have, and we can help kind of structure, manage, and get them off the ground. Uh, where the, law, the attorney only focuses on the law, and we help structure the rest of the business. We hire all the staff, manage all the staff, uh, manage all the lead generation companies, manage the intake, manage the referral program, manage the case management software. If we have to get investment or we have to invest, we can help get another law firm to invest in that company. How much gets reallocated into the business? We go as far, even telling them, Sasha, okay, after one year and this kind of revenue, you can buy yourself a Porsche. After this year, you can go and get yourself a house. And we, and we lay out the entire thing for them. It, it's really that easy. Yeah. And they're more excited in the Porsche than anything else. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing but you probably should make that service like front and center on your website because i yeah. think i caught a glimpse of it somewhere but it was not like local brand because to me an incubator for a law firm first of all i never heard of one right so maybe they do exist but i've been in this industry for law firms for so many years and i haven't seen one so that's really cool we already know about incubators for like tech startups but not for law firms yeah, the, someone started about um, 10 years ago, but then it fell off and they got rejected or something and never really went through. But no, well, everything that we do is in beta. And I think we have to create some amazing, amazing um, client success stories. And then we roll it out more aggressively. But we do, we, we, we talk to people who are interested a few times a week, and it has to be a perfect match between their ambition, the resources needed, and the synergy within the organization. I think we all know, you know creating the wrong partnership is a little challenging sometimes. You wanna make sure it's the right partnership, everyone with the same vision uh, and the same goals. But yeah, we're, we're, we're excited with, with, with that and getting it out more front and center. And um, it, it really is a hobby for us, bringing in new attorneys. I'm sure you have the same drive and passion, which is what led this podcast. Um, but whenever you're able to give guidance and support someone, Absolutely. it's light up, it, it's amazing. I am so excited about the incubator because the way I think about the incubators is the same way as I think about consultants only to the power of 10. And the reason for that is like when you look at tech startups, when they go for incubators, their learning curve goes from a decade plus to six months. Their build out curve would go from 15, 20 years to like 18 months. So if you work with people who have done it a number of times, they can help you save so much time, so much money, so much headache, so much heartache, so many sleepless nights, so much worry. It's it's an incubator. So if you're listening to us, by the way, I assume that an incubator in this case is not just for startups, it's for existing law firms as well, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, even if, like, for instance, even if you have a huge firm who's interested in uh, expanding to a different state or expanding to a different practice area. We have a lot of personal injury law firms uh, who are now seeing the competitive market and they want to launch a full-blown employment law firm or another type of law firm. And so we'll partner with them and create that entire second entity from the complete staffing, management, case generation, case management setup that nobody wants to do. 
and just take their kind of investment and oversight and build that entire thing for them. Yeah, that's amazing. What What's the smallest client that you would take on? Is um, there a limit? Yeah, no, we take on, again, like the people who just fell off the bar, who just passed the bar yesterday. There's a few things that they'll need. Uh, they'll have to have, you know, $300,000 to start the firm and put into ad spend for that year. And then, but they don't have that, but they have the drive, they have the passion, they have, you know, the experience and, and then they want to grow like that. We'll help find finances as well. I will take them on at that stage as well. But we're very creative. I think as long as the people, the people work and the people match, I think one of the reasons for our success is whenever we're interviewing, we're not interviewing for a position, we're interviewing the person. And if it's the right person, we'll make a position for that person. And we just got to get enough good people in the room under the one umbrella with a shared vision. And you know something will happen, something good will happen. So no matter the size, once we get in touch with any kind of law firm, uh, we make something work. It's a really good mindset. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, want, I want to be somehow a part of this incubator because it sounds like <laughs> such a great idea. Do you have a room for a really strong search marketing company? Because I got one. <laughs> no, we would love to. Um, we would love to. I mean, we'd love to have you come to the office and, and, and meet with us in person and, and figure out what we can do. Like, like seriously, we'll schedule a time of time fly out. You guys are in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to host you. Awesome. Like I'll I'll come and visit from waiting after we talk about this because in incubator for reference, I think you should be shouting from the top of the roofs and just be like, if you're in the weather and things are not good, they should be. Yeah. Come with my office. We will help you fix it because we know how to because we've done this many times before. Yeah, yeah, we're we're on track. I mean, one of the biggest things that we've that we're learning, especially with growing so fast. I mean, think in the last four years, I mean, the last three years, we've grown from you know twenty staff to now 230, 240 staff, uh, and so growing pains are real, and and you know, losing some of the quality and the growth always happens. But we're on track to, to shout it out and put it out there. Uh, we're just finalizing a few things before. But no, it, it, it's so nice to hear your feedback on that. We'd love to, to partner up in some way or another with that. This, this is very impressive what you guys are doing. And your website doesn't do you justice because I look at it and I'm like, all right, like virtual staffing. Like there are so many other companies that do virtual staffing for law firms. Yeah. But when we pair it up with other things that you're working on, the marketplace and the platform for managing your virtual staff I think it's a brilliant idea. Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. The incubator is beyond brilliant, right? You just need to like remember messaging so the web actually knows how helpful this could be. One, the the marketplace and the platform for virtual staffing, that's a cost cutting platform, right? The incubator is revenue growth platform. Like you put those things together, it's a beautiful symphony. Yeah, and it's rare. That's why I'm yeah. so excited about. It. Like, like if you watch my podcast episodes, I really go like, "Oh shit, it's a great stuff." There's a lot of good stuff in WGP. Like, wow, something to be truly excited about. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're tackling a lot more than <clears throat> we ever intended to, and I think it's just a need for you know whatever law firms need to grow. We want to be that source of it, and pulling in companies like yourself, Sasha, who can do the lead gen and the and, and the client growth and the consulting on the brand and everything like that. Uh, that's where we specialize. There's definitely each client has their own flavor. We don't think that our flavor matches every client. Um, but we definitely know who is out there, who's on the market, and just pulling them all in. 
uh, one way or another, we're going to force a client to grow. And we got to have the resources and the team and the partnerships to do it. Um, we definitely push yeah, them you, to grow. You, you should uh, put it in quotes and be like, yeah. one way or another, we're going to force your firm to grow. Yeah. Because we're going to make it happen. Yeah, we don't sleep at night. We don't sleep at night whenever we know one of our clients isn't growing or the problem. We're just awake trying to figure it out. So uh, it's better we solve it with our own solution than not be able to sleep. There you go. We, we have a quite a similar approach to our clients as well. Yeah. Every, every client is incredibly valuable and we just push them to grow. We make them. sure that things happen. If, if people wanted to get more information on all the services that you offer, where do they find a site? Do they connect with you personally? Can they connect with you personally? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm available. My email is nathan at legalsoft.com. I guess our website doesn't do us justice, but you can go on our website to legalsoft.com and it has a lot of stuff on there. We're going to be updating a lot of stuff on there. We're, we're almost at every, at most legal conferences. You can find us at legal conferences as well. But myself and uh, my partner, Hamid Cohen, who taught me all of this and is a huge driving force behind the company, uh, are always available for any size law firm. I know he still gets on solo practitioner calls and, and every type of call we can. Uh, so if anyone wants to schedule a call with us, and probably within 72 hours, you can get us on the phone. Just email myself or Hamid or uh, one of our assistants, and we'd love to schedule anything with anyone. Nathan at LegalSoft.com. It's amazing. You have 750 clients, yet you're so approachable. Do you know how rare that is? <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't sleep, but we love it. No, we sleep. Um, we, we're, we're here for it. You know, we, we cut out the other stuff, and the biggest bang, and what we love to do is we love to, you know, talk to clients and be there with clients. There are. That's awesome, man. Nathan, thank you so much for your time, for sharing all this expertise. We're going to include all the links below the podcast recording just to make sure that go, take a look at the website, schedule a demo, see what it's all about, see how much money it can save your law firm, see how much money the incubator can help your law firm make. Live a different life, live a better life. Because I always believe that a better business, a better law firm equals a better life. Life is difficult when you're running a really small law firm. I know it because I talk with so many law firm owners that are running 500,000, 700,000, $1 million law firm. It's hard. Life is a lot easier. It may sound counterintuitive, but managing a $10 million law firm is a hell of a lot easier than managing a $700,000 law firm. It's just a fact. Just a fact. Nathan, thank you so much. Our pleasure. I agree. Thanks so much, Sasha. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Grow Law Firm podcast. If you liked the ideas shared in this episode, help a fellow lawyer out by sharing a link to the episode. This episode is powered by the team of experts in client attraction, growlawfirm.com. Do you want a complimentary growth plan for your law firm? Request it at growlawfirm.com slash blueprint.